Welcome in to the American Lean Podcast. It's Friday, and I want this to be a special episode and reflect upon July 4th and America's Independence Day and why I chose to name my company American Lean. Want to get into that topic right after the intro. Welcome to the American Lean Podcast, where we cover five topics in five days in about five minutes. The only place in the world where you can get daily lean coaching. Your host is Tom Reed, and he shares his 30 years of experience and covers leadership, culture, entrepreneurship, lean methodologies, Industry 4.0, and interviews special guests on their lean journey. We're glad you're here. So let's go. Welcome to the American Lean Podcast. It's episode 97, almost at 100. And as we approach the July 4th holiday, it is America's Independence Day. And I want to reflect on why I chose the name American Lean for my business and American Lean Weekday for my podcast. It is very personal to me. When I was in college at the University of Cincinnati, I was an industrial engineering co-op student at Huffy Bicycle in Salina, Ohio, a small 1,200-person town pretty much in the middle of the state. Now, Huffy made bicycles, obviously, and we hired Arthur Anderson, which is now Accenture, to come in and provide some consulting for us. At the end of their time there, they presented their report out and suggested that we embrace this new manufacturing methodology being used in Japan called lean manufacturing. Now, this was the late 80s, around 1986, and there wasn't much information regarding lean because Dr. Womack was still completing his research in Japan. The Machine That Changed the World, his book, was not published yet. It wouldn't come out until 1990. About the only book that was out that was even related to lean was The Goal by Eliah Goldratt. And it was published in 1984, but it didn't specifically mention lean. It was about the theory of constraints. So here we were in the middle of Ohio in a union shop being told that the reason the Japanese plants were implementing lean is that they were smarter than us. Really, that's what we were told. That was like waving a red flag in front of a bull. I can remember the industrial engineering manager coming back from the presentation just livid. He was upset about two things. One, they gave us a cam presentation with Huffy's numbers written in it after being on site for many, many months. Now this was back in the day when they used acetate slides. PowerPoint wasn't invented yet, and you just flipped slide to slide, and they had just written in the numbers with marker. He was more upset about the fact that they charged us $100,000 for the consulting with a preformed conclusion that they probably gave everyone. But we did hear them. They suggested that we use something called focus factories. Instead of being departmentally focused, you align everything required to build a bike into smaller factories including each line having its own plate line, which was not feasible. They suggested that we use Kanban and pull systems to minimize work and process. This was great, except Tuffy had been around since the 60s and had a piece rate goal and paid people more the more product they produced, which of course drove up inventory. Now at the management level, they worked through many of these issues with the union. At the industrial engineering level, where I was, we focused on developing welding cells. We deployed Kanban squares to control the amount of whip coming from the area that made rims for the bikes. We had every square inch of the factory in AutoCAD, version 1 by the way. If you had to regenerate the drawing in AutoCAD of the whole factory, it took 45 minutes. So why did I go through this long backstory? Well, because we didn't use the Japanese language as we were making improvements. We had cells. We had pole systems. We used mistake proofing. I've spent 25 years helping companies implement lean methodologies. Believe me, I know all the lean vernacular. Kanban, Kaizen, Pokioki, Hoshinkanri, Ajanka, Muda, Kata, Gamba. I know them all. I've consulted at a firm that was very Toyota-based. And I also consulted at a firm that was demand-flow-driven, which didn't use any buzzwords. So the hope is that American Lean Consulting can help a thousand companies a year. Admittedly, we are a long way from that. The reason I call it American Lean is that we don't use confusing terms. 
it really isn't part of my DNA. I learned how to transform companies without using confusing lingo. I want American manufacturing companies to improve their global competitiveness. And I don't want any barriers to the adoption of lean principles that I know can help any company of any size in any industry. And I should know, I've been in most industries. I worked with companies from the size of Procter & Gamble to many, many, many family-owned businesses and machine shops. And I've learned from every one of them. So here's to America. We are far from perfect as a country, but like implementing lean, my hope on this 4th of July is we can get a little bit better every day. Please take the time to enjoy family and friends and be safe. Until tomorrow, have a great one. Thank you for joining us today. As always, we are honored to serve you and we hope that you and your company are getting a little bit better every day. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with others in the lean and business community. If you'd like to turbocharge your lean efforts, please visit us at AmericanLean.com.